Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. It is SENSA Breakfast with Mark Bickley and Jared Walsh at two minutes past seven. I thought I was going to sneeze then, Bix. So I've, I've held on to that which because it wouldn't make where, very good it, radio. Where does it go? Well, I don't know, but um, I've got this weird thing where sometimes if I look at the sun, I mm. sneeze and also like risk going blind. So I try not to because it's not... Staring it's, at the sun. Yeah. It's, can't look in the mirror. They, oh, thank you so much for that. Uh, 0427154166, SENSA Studio Lumo, powered by Lumo Energy SA, a big hour coming up. We did mention our wine back Wednesday. We are also speaking to Hannah Petty from the Adelaide Thunderbirds just before eight o'clock and Joe Gauchi from the Reds very soon. Before we get into the daily agenda, let's talk music again, Bix, for the people mm. listening for the very first time. What are we doing with songs? Yes, what we're doing is we are picking a song for each club that is going to sum up their season as we see it going forward for 2023. So this morning we've already had Geelong. Who did you go with, with Geelong this morning? I went with Blink-182, What's My Age Again, because they still have the uh, oldest average list in the AFL, but they still have success. So mm. that's going to work really well, unless it works against them. Then people are still going to talk about their age. <laughs> It's going to go beautifully until it doesn't. Yeah. Uh, and I had Gold Coast. Uh, I had, uh, this is more of a modern song, Nika, Following the Sun. Let's play it just so people remember what you're speaking about. I like it. It's very oh, it's summery. Very, very catchy, yeah. Following the suns I put on it there. I think they're going to be the uh, – they're going to play finals for the first time, which will be exciting for them. They'll capture the imagination, a lot of the young players, I think, of the competition. They're going to become everyone's favourite second team, I reckon. Okay, so it's my turn now, and I'm going to focus on the Greater Western Sydney Giants, and I believe this will define their 2023. Oh. I feel that Adam Kingsley would be thinking, what am I doing? I'm just (laughs) so lonely. If you think about the off-season, they had to say farewell to four more talented players that a walk-up starts to any other squad. You think Tim Taranto's gone, Jacob Hopper, Bobby Hill, Tanner Bryan have gone too. So um, you you spoke about the Gold Coast earlier that are Mm. attracting players to the the club. And why wouldn't you want to be on the Gold Coast? Yeah, everybody's leaving Greater Western Sydney. They had all of those big-name players on big dollars that are going to other clubs. And let's be honest, I mean, if you wanted to live in Western Sydney, it's probably not the most picturesque place to live compared to a place like the Gold Coast. So Mm. Adam Kingsley, who's looking in ripping shape and condition, he's going to be quite lonely this (laughs) year, I think, where I don't see them climbing up the ladder very quickly in 2023. Yeah, I look. Tend to agree. They're, they're a hard one to get a uh, a read on because they've still got plenty of talented players, but, yeah, they didn't have the output last year. Okay, moving on. Uh, next one for me is Hawthorne. I went with this. Hawthorne. 
<laughs> Why? <laughs> Burning down the house. That's what they've done. Uh, McAvoy retired. O'Meara gone. Uh, Gunston gone. Mitchell gone. They, they've they've just swept the the sheds clean of uh, controversy in the off season. <laughs> <laughs> all their sort of uh, senior players that had any uh, type of uh, value, pretty much, are gone. They've invested in the youth. Uh, I love Sam Mitchell. Uh, he's he's bold. And he's saying, you know what, uh, we could keep these players and we could maybe, you know, finish, a, you know, somewhere between 8th and 16th. But no, he wants to win a flag. That's what he's there for. So they've, they've cashed in their chips. They've got lots of picks. They've picked young players. Uh, they've got, a, they, you know, they've done that for the last year as well. And they've got speed and they've got this sort of brashness about them. I, I think we'll see glimpses of it. But I think that they're going to be in the uh, the bottom four for mine. So I'm very happy with they've that. Burnt down the house. <laughs> if you have to rebuild it, that, <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 that's the it, thing. Yeah. It's beautiful because when you see, like through the through the really traumatic scenes of of fires when we have them and everybody's safe in the end, and then you see the green shoots coming through, mm. you're like, well, it's there's beauty in that. So it's going to take a while for beauty to come out of Hawthorne, <laughs> especially over the past couple of years. But we like it, Bix. Uh, let's go into uh, something that we love to do at the start of 7 o'clock every day. It's called The Daily Agenda. Agenda! Now, the Daily Agenda today is all about the match day experience. And the reason I'm keen to explore this is because you are the doyon of uh, the match day experience. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. These are some of the, the entities you work for. You're with the Port Adelaide Footy Club out on the field. You're with the Strikers. You, you also are with the, uh, the Australian cricket team. You went over to Qatar for the, uh, the Socceroos with the World Cup. You do the 36ers. You do the Thunderbirds. You did the Tour Down Under. Uh, you do the Boomers, mm-hmm. which you did recently. Have I missed any? Adelaide United. Adelaide United, of course. Yes. So I'm keen to explore that. So firstly, how did you how did you get into that? How, what was your first experience with it? I, I started off with Adelaide United and I was working in one of their um, corporate facilities. So mm-hmm. all I needed to do was at the start of a match, um, interview John Cosmina, it was at the time. So we had access to the coach. Yep. Then I would speak to the um, some of the commercial partners of the club. Then I'd get to go and watch the football. And mm-hmm. then at halftime, go and speak to them again and then um, do the same thing post-match. And then um, the, the previous MC had left and they said, did you want to have a go? at this because my only experience on a microphone prior to that was speaking on radio or working and DJing to no people at nightclubs, literally to zero people. So I got to practice myself and it was fantastic. So I started doing it Mm. and I really enjoyed it. I feel like um, in the beginning, I, I struggled to find my own voice because I tried to emulate the people who were doing Mm. it before me, but eventually I found my own confidence and kind of developed, I know it's a I feel uncomfortable saying, but my own personal brand of um, mm. communicating when it came to live sports. So then some of the other clubs followed. So, so the match day experience is, is the, the buzzword now it's, you know, the game is, is 80% of it, maybe less in some aspects, but the actual going along and enjoying the whole day is so important. And everyone's trying to get that great match day experience in your sort of opinion, what are, what are some of the key elements? What are you trying to do when you're out there? So my focus legitimately is to be a fan that 
holds the microphone. Okay. The only difference between myself and the people in the audience is that I've got a microphone and I'm allowed on the ground. But I think a match day experience should not be results focused. Mm. So say for Port Adelaide or the Strikers or Adelaide United, um, our objective is people will leave the venue um, win, lose, or draw, and still say that they've had a good time. So that comes down to music selection. It comes down to video content. Cooper Stadium now have two massive video screens. Mm. So at the start of the year, it was how do we maximise the hardware that we have and give people an experience? And and now, like when the BBL started, that was when fan engagement really began and mm. it put pressure on everybody else. The strikers in the first couple of seasons had the best match day experience in the country and they set the benchmark for everyone else where I think other codes had a look at it and said, oh, we need to be doing this better because people need to be engaged more. I think the world game, the atmosphere at, at those events seems to be amazing. They've been having songs played beforehand mm. forever uh, and, and really traditional, you know, the same song each week. Tell us about your best ever match that experience. I saw some of your social media from Qatar. That looked quite amazing. I loved it, but I don't think the match day experience at the World Cup was where it should have been for a World Cup because mm. when you have a governing body like FIFA, um, everything needs to be uh, under their rules and restrictions. So to give you an example for the Boomers on the weekend, I think this will probably paint a better picture for you. Okay. Because the Boomers is under FIBA, it's a governing body for the international sport, we are not allowed to play music throughout the game at all. We are not allowed to be on the microphone saying defense, mm. anything like that, because it's a strict FIBA game. So when NBL fans who are so used to seeing Adelaide 36ers matches or Melbourne yeah. United matches go to rock up to watch the Boomers play, pregame there's music. As soon as the ball is thrown in the air from the referee, there's official. silence. Mm. This is why all of the controversy happened um, in 2019 when Team USA played against the Boomers because at Marvel Stadium in front of 50,000 people, it was silent. And you're not allowed to do it. So that's why in our domestic leagues like the NBL and the A-League and the AFL, we have a bit more freedom to be more engaging. One of the best moments that I've ever had at a sporting event was in 2014, that first showdown. Um, for Port Adelaide, and it worked out well for Port Adelaide on the field at the end of that match, but, but everything just clicked. So if you think about for the Port fans who arrived at the game, there were 30,000 T-shirts on the seats at Adelaide mm. Oval. Yep. Um, Never Tear Us Apart was played for the very first time. That wasn't rehearsed or anything like that. That was a great idea by you. Oh, I wish it was my <laughs> idea. I wish it was my idea. But then the rudimental song, Not Giving In, was played mm. in the, the build-up for the team walking mm. out. Again, it wasn't rehearsed. It wasn't planned how it would be executed. And naturally and organically, the fans just started clapping along to it. Mm. And that became a moment. I think sometimes clubs try to manufacture moments, yep. but they have to happen authentically too. So um, every sport has an opportunity to engage their fans as long as they know who their fans are and they know how to cater to them the best way. Mm. Uh, and and just quickly, because we've, we've got to go to a break, but the different sports, you mentioned you've got the BBL, which is just – you know, a song after every ball. Yeah, You've got yeah. the basketball, which has uh, – we've come to sort of know some of the, the different um, songs that they play at different moments in the game. Where 
What's next? Is it some sort of other interaction with the fans? Is it some sort of technology? Oh, you should see some of the technology in America. It's unbelievable, Bix. So there is, to give you an example, in baseball, they have a bit more of a a bigger um, space to use screens, especially Mm. around where they play. Um, But there is technology where you can have one person running along the LED which is the, the like the ribbon around yep. the, the mm-hmm. stadium. Yep. And remember the, the video game Super Mario? Mm-hmm. They literally can be running across a screen and jumping and their head will hit one of those bricks where a mushroom will come out like in Super Mario because you have someone upstairs controlling it. So mm-hmm. the, the technology is there. It's using it to your advantage. A quick thing about the cricket. A lot of people thought that I was the guy on the microphone going, Cooley! at the BBL. That's you- not me. It's not. No, it's <laughs> <laughs> but no, I love it. I feel the the challenge is on, and it can only mean good things for every other sport to really put the the challenge on. And I know that both of our teams here in the AFL are competing for match day experience, mm. and I think it's great because fans are spending a lot of money to go and watch sure. sport. They need to be engaged and entertained, no matter the result. So mm. um, I appreciate that interview. It was really good. Well, no, no, but it's, it's no coincidence you're doing it at about eight different places because you're very, very good at it. And that's why we love it. And the other thing that I, I'm keen to get out of you as we go through this year is some of the experiences that you have on the field. I'm sure there's uh, you rub shoulders with some of the, the players and you, you're out there and you, you get that sort of atmosphere that's that's the electricity that happens in the middle of the pitch yeah and I want, I want to showcase that and share that with our SEN audience this year too because it's very close being um, on the field preparing for a match and I'll be doing that on Friday night for Adelaide United as they prepare to take on Melbourne City speaking of which next we are going to be joined by someone who I think should be in the conversation as part of our next Socceroos campaign and that is Joe Gauchi we are here at SEN SA Studio Lumo powered by Lumo Energy SA